For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You know something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to the John Age Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. You're headlong down the runaway train that is the Anomic Age. And I am your humble host, John Age. Happy to be coming at you once again in the dark side of the AM. My absolute favorite time of night, favorite time of day, favorite time of whatever you want to call it. It's my favorite time. Love it. I love the darkness of the AM. It's the best time, folks. No people. No sucky sun. It's even a little less hot. Even here in the NC for right now. It's a little less hot anyway. Nothing but uh, darkness. Maybe a little birds chirping. Maybe a little crickets. Crickets doing a little chirping as well. It's beautiful. Beautiful it is. Nevertheless, I'll be your tour guide this evening as we take a somewhat satirical journey down the path of murder, destruction, mayhem, and the extermination of human life on this planet. A forced march into obsolescence thrust upon us by a global, satanic, death cult of pedophiles. Check out anomicage.com. Holy cow, that's not the right one, I tell you. It's one of those goofs again. That's it. Oh, my gracious. Who's that handsome fellow? Why, it's me. At anomicage.com. If you go there right now, which I encourage you to do, you can find all things me. You can find all things anomicage. Most importantly, paypal.me forward slash anomicage, patreon.com forward slash anomicage as well, because this might be free for you, but it ain't free for me. So I encourage you, I implore you, I request of you, paypal.me forward slash nomicage, patreon.com forward slash nomicage. And if you don't want to do that, you can go to the lightning link and send me shatoshis. Yeah, you can do that too at nomicage.com. We got so much more there. This is going to be an information breakdown segment. It's under videos if you're looking at the main page there. But also, we got so much more. We got a plethora, a smorgasbord of guests, information, riveting content. As it says, we're on the way up to 197. J. Rowe. 
our last guest. Highly recommend checking that out. But wait, there's more. Because someone's gone, however could I find you and follow you and listen to you on the go? Well, you can use the Apple iTunes platform and click right there. And it'll take you directly to that spot. You can even go one step beyond. One step beyond, I tell you. And you can get the free Apple app. You can get the Google version. If you got an Android, you can go right there and get that app for free. But nada. And you can subscribe to the email notifications if you want to do that. If you don't want to fiddle with the devices, which I understand. I don't want to fiddle with those things either. I hate them. It's okay. You just get an email and you can just uh, listen to it that way. You can also sign up for the free newsletter because someone might want to know more. And I never plug this, but there's a great feed for all the RSS uh, news platforms that I have there on the main page. Great stuff. Great stuff. Always amazing stuff there. So, uh, yeah, there's that. I recommend all of that highly. But as I often say, you didn't come here to talk about that. You came here for this. Title of tonight's episode, Information Breakdown Segment 285. We're all the way up to 285. Tonight we're going to get into survival instincts. Do we have any? No. (laughs) I just don't think we do, folks. I, I just don't think we do. And I often reference old stuff because I am old. I don't like new stuff. I am that proverbial get-off-my-long guy. But, uh, yeah, I reference old stuff because it's better. I, it's straight up 110%. But um, <clears throat> if anyone out there remembers this, and, I, and you may, the Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. Inevitably, it would show the... Uh, <clears throat> What the heck was it? Some sort of African animal getting chased by a crocodile at one point, and then uh, it was a wildebeest, maybe? Then getting run down by a lion, and, you know, there were so many life lessons in those programs from that early day. It was, most notably, the instinct of survival. Yeah. And it was also, hey, don't venture out too far from your people. You'll get eaten up. That's true, too. I mean, I must say that one I haven't followed because I have tried my best to venture as far out as humanly possible from the rest of civilization, as they call themselves. Because these humans are nuts, folks. Nuttier than a fruitcake. Crazy. Every time I leave the house, I want to go back. And I try, quickly as humanly possible, let's get these groceries and get back to the house. Something's nuts is going to happen if we stay out here with these crazy people. They're going to inflict serious bodily harm on me, or I may very well inflict serious bodily harm on them. Got to get away. (laughs) But nevertheless, I do feel that we we have definitely crossed the Rubicon as far as our survival instinct goes. Somebody out there is going, what are you talking about, John? What is this? You're talking a survival instinct. Is this something about uh, Darwin? No, it's not. It's about your will to thrive, survive, adapt, improvise, and overcome. 
your will to survive. I didn't think we had it for a long time. I thought it was a, a tenuous relationship we had with survival instinct at best. And then, excuse me, and then the COVID psyop came along and uh, it rung the death nail, if you will. It put a death nail in the coffin that I had of any hope of the human's will to survive. Because with the COVID psyop, we saw people all too willing to follow trivial orders, a la that Bitterman coercion chart that I talked about many times on this show. But they followed trivial orders. They just followed the leader, followed the lemmings off the cliff, everything right up to the vaccine. And then, sure as sure as anything, they did that too. And I identified this quite aptly with cult activity, with gang activity. You see, you see this with gangs all the time. You get into the gang, you have to do X, Y, or Z. You get into the fraternity, you have to do X, Y, or Z. You get into that skull and bone secret society thing, well, of course, you got to do X, Y, or Z. You got to do... Uh, I won't even get into it. You know what's up. I'm trying to keep it a PG-13 show at tops, and it's so difficult because we just live in this open sewer, a veritable cesspool of filth, vile, scum, and villainy on levels that it's it boggles the mind that we are here. But just when you thought the people couldn't get any dumber, they started vaccinating themselves. Then they started vaccinating the children. Then they started vaccinating the mothers who had not given birth yet. And the proverbial they, I say, was the individuals, the groups. Nobody did this at gunpoint. People did this voluntarily. <clears throat> so, when you have mothers getting a vaccine and giving this in utero to their unborn child and then giving this to infants, newborns, and the like. I mean, that just sort of uh, erases, redacts any semblance of a survival instinct. And I usually don't talk about this, but here goes. I think as a parent, and I'm speaking as a father, as a man, I don't just identify with masculinity. I actually am one. <laughs> need to do some commercials like that. Some of those old uh, Players Club International. Old Telly Savalas. <laughs> Nevertheless. Yeah, I, I'm an actual man. I don't just identify as one. I actually have the, the chromosomes to pack it up. But I digress. Yeah, I think as as men if they choose to do so, become fathers. I think it is something very spiritual, very beautiful, and at the same time very primal that occurs. And I remember hearing people talk about some of these things before I was a father, and I thought they were nuts. Because everyone's heard this at some point in the game. I mean, you may not hear it anymore because our society's in ruin. But at some point in the game, probably you've heard someone say something akin to, you know, I would lay my life on the line for my child i would you know jump in front of a car i would jump in front of a bullet i would do all this stuff and i gotta be real with you man before i had a child 
of my own. I thought this was nuts. I thought this was hyperbole at worst and just complete insanity at best sometimes. But again, I think it's a very primal, spiritual, and important transformation that at least I thought was commonplace. Where once you have a child, that's really how you feel. It's beyond the pale. It's mind-blowing. It's mind-boggling. It's insane. But it's true. If you have a child and you actually love that child, and I I hope that you do, then you would actually do anything for them to protect them and keep them safe. I'm not suggesting if they want a pony, you go out there and steal one. No, I'm talking about safety and keeping that child protected, loved, and safe. Again, this harkens back to that survival instinct. That's not only the survival instinct that must dwell within you for thyself, but also for thy offspring. And I think God put this in our DNA for obvious reasons. It's that old uh, Genesis thing, you know. Yeah, Be fruitful and multiply. It's kind of an important thing. So, I come back to this again. I think we have kind of crossed the Rubicon where we no longer have those feelings because we have allowed citizens to be brainwashed into doing whatever they want. We are now openly living in a society that uh, I just have no other words for it, condones pedophilia, condones trafficking of children, condones abuse of children. That's where we are because we all know what's going on now. For heaven's sakes, there's even a major motion picture about it. But, I mean, we've known it's going on for decades, if not longer. Franklin scandal, anyone? D.C. madam, anyone? The gay and the straight D.C. madam. The the straight uh, female D.C. madam, they just killed her. Oh, I'm sorry, she committed suicide, right? (laughs) Much like Obama's chef, I'm sure. But uh, the the gay D.C. madam, they just put him in prison for a couple years, couple i'm being not humorous but satirical there but i say all that to say this i don't think we have any survival instinct left because if we did we wouldn't allow this to go on we are allowing the weakest among us to be put through the most harsh of abuses not only that you have to look at the world that we live in Chemtrails, check. GMO food, that'll kill you. Sterilize you, check. Estrogen mimickers in the water, in the food, check. Glyphosate in the yard, willingly again, check. 5G, off the charts, EMF radiation. And we're doing this willingly. We're doing this... I suppose under the auspice of entertainment because we have become so diluted, so addicted to the self. That ego has gone wild, folks. We've become so fixated on the self and so addicted to the self. I mean, I heard these horror stories about kids being neglected and microwaves and just being scalded and all this stuff decades ago. And now it's got to be even worse 
because now it's not just an addiction to a substance. It's an addiction to the self. It's an addiction to the devices. It's an addiction to the dopamine drip that you get from the likes, from the high fives, from the kind comments and so forth. So that has, I won't say superseded the actual chemical addiction because I don't think that it has, but it's going neck and neck. Addiction medicine specialists will tell you you get these same sort of reactions that you would from cocaine, from heroin, but you're getting them through the love of the self, the love of that reaction that you get from others. So I think we're at a real tipping point here because we're obviously going to see more and more people just rejecting child care, being mothers and fathers in favor of, let me post something to get more likes. Oh, let me look at my device. Oh, let me look at my laptop, my computer, my pod pad, or the like. Because that's more important. Well, let's just delve into it, folks. I didn't really mean to get off on this bunch of a jag, but it's important to sometimes. The news of the day, or at least one of them, I would suppose... Brawny James. LeBron James, James' 18-year-old son, suffers a cardiac arrest at a USC workout. Now he's in stable condition. So, there's so many directions to go with this, it's almost overwhelming. So the the real question is, and let me throw this up there for you too, because I know somebody's dying to talk about it. Whether or not he had the vaccine or not, right? That's what's on everyone's mind. Why is it on everyone's mind? Well, it's because we've got so many people dying after they took the vaccine. Here's the one from The Hill. Elon Musk connects Bronny James' cardiac arrest to COVID vaccine. Yeah. But wait, there's more. Because they don't want you to believe the hype, right? Here's I'm reading this for you. Elon Musk again. Elon Musk uses Bronny James' cardiac arrest to spread anti-vax conspiracies. New York Post, Elon Musk suggests COVID vaccine caused Brawny James cardiac arrest. Dun, dun, dun. Forbes, Twitter deletes fact check on Musk connecting Brawny James cardiac arrest to dot, dot, dot. And where's the one I saw? This is hilarious. This is from Forbes. Uh, and this is Fortune, I'm sorry. This is Fortune. Bronny James' cardiac arrest reignites rumors linking rare incidences. Oh, I've got to see this. This is going to be hilarious, right? Rare incidences of myocarditis to the COVID vaccine. Rare. It's rare. It's so rare, you're seeing exponential cases of this. You're seeing the actuaries skewed off the charts in the UK and the US. You're seeing record numbers of particularly people playing soccer dropping dead. You're seeing record numbers of people all over the globe dropping dead after the vaccine. Guess which demographic you're not seeing. 
you're not seeing at all. That'd be the people that didn't take the vaccine. They're not dying. <laughs> so, you know, this isn't a shot at Brawny James, but it causes me concern because, of course, there's the rumors. Dun, 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 the rumors. That uh, so many of these Hollywood elites have sold their proverbial soul, have done all kinds of things regarding the sacrifice of loved ones to get to that next echelon. And don't don't believe me. I mean, just look up celebrities whose children or brother or mother have died. Don't take my word for it. I mean, I'm just some random guy with a microphone, right? So take your own word for it. Do a little fact-checking of your own. You think you can do a little fact-checking? I'm pretty sure you can. But nevertheless, what we're seeing here is abominable. It's horrible. And just because some celebrity has a heart attack and or dies, I'm not giving out high fives here. I think it's just deplorable. It's dreadful. It's bad. It's sad. It's horrible, folks. Because unlike these global satanic death cult members, these eugenicists, the globalist pedophile scum, I don't want people to be dead. I really just don't. I'm a very much live and let live kind of guy. Just leave me alone. I'll leave you alone. We'll all have a nice day. Just don't fiddle with the kids or the animals for that matter. We're good. That's how I roll. But if you look through this lens, you will see this for what it really is. It's a attack on the survival instinct. And this has been multi-generational, it's been multi-pronged, it's been going on for a long time. It's an incremental thing, you know, that proverbial frog in the boiling pot. It might hop right out, but if you just increase it slowly, it'll just sit there and die. And that's what we're seeing. We've seen an attack on masculinity. We've seen that since at least second wave feminism. I would probably harken back to all the way to first wave feminism, but that's just me. So we've seen an attack on the masculinity. We've seen an attack on men. So they will somehow get the idea that they're bad. So if you can convince one whole sex of the population that they're bad, and then you'll get them to kowtow before you and act like a subordinate slave, right? Sounds about right. And then in doing so, you've attacked the women. You've attacked the feminine energy. God put this wonderful thing in balance, you know, the the masculine and the feminine energy. So in attacking one, you're also attacking the other. Because if you make all the men some sort of glorified hermaphrodite birdash class through those endocrine disruptors, you know, the stuff that turns the freaking frogs gay, yeah. Don't forget the soy and don't forget all the other lovely additives in the food that just seems to all culminate in a more feminized culture. Yeah, this was going on in the 1960s, folks. This is another thing that was often overlooked, but it shouldn't be, with the Vietnam conflict. Because one of the consequences of that, of course, in the cult of academia, the K-12 indoctrination, college university weaponization, in case you missed it, well, they had all those noble leftists in the cult of academia saying, well, you know, 
We got too much masculinity. It's toxic, I tell you. We got too much masculinity. And that's why we're going to war all the time. You see, look, it's evident. They're in self, uh, Southeast Asia and Vietnam, I tell you. It's terrible. If only we were just a little bit less masculine. And that's when it began, because then they began to push a more just, equal, soft, loving, and caring, and albeit uh, very feminine demeanor in the cult of academia. Then, of course, they started with the chemicals and the food and the water, right? And what do we get? 2023, we got uh, trannies in the military. Oh, don't worry. You don't have to go to combat. You're a tranny, right? Yeah, you're doing your hormone replacement, chop off your ramalama ding-dong and staple on some <clears throat> other things. So don't worry about going to fight. You just suck off the government teeth a little bit and put on a uniform. And we'll all say you're brave and worthy of great honor and courageous even, right? This is the world we live in, folks. This is the reality of our surroundings. So it's attack on the men, it's attack on the women, and guess who's left? It's attack on the children, right? Because now we're up to the 2000s, and what's the newest craze in the cult of academia? Well, it's brainwashing your children, of course. It's brainwashing, normalizing, substantiating, and validating those feelings again. Oh, you don't feel like uh, a man today? Well, maybe you should talk to somebody. Maybe you should chop something off and get on some sterilizing hormones. What do you think? Oh, well, Sally, you've got feelings that you want to express. Well, don't worry. We'll just slice off a big bit of your forearm and get you a penis that'll never work and eventually rot off. That'll be awesome. All the while, we're going to substantiate you, validate you, call you brave, courageous, and just a role model for all men? <laughs> of course. So now we got the men emulating women and the women emulating men. But this doesn't have any negative effect on the children, right? Mm. So we've been doing that. We've been normalizing abortion because, after all, it's not a murder if it's just a clump of cells, right? No, it's not murder, right? And then we can legitimize the shot, the jab, or as we sometimes call it, the vaccine. Come on, get your vaccine. You want to be brave and courageous and a hero, babe, right? Put a little Enrique on. And you can be your hero, too. goes right back to the self again. We've got people so fixated on the self, their feelings, and how other people make them feel. That old looking glass self thing that I've talked about so many times on this program. You get your feelings from how other people perceive you. So if other people validate your feelings, well, you feel all nice and warm and fuzzy inside. So you see yourself through the lens that other people see you. Said so old thing, there's three different yous, the person you are, the person people think you are, and the person you really are. Of course, right? How you see yourself, how others see you, and how you really are. 
So that's where we are, folks. We have lost the survival instinct. We have lost the ability to feel, to care, and actually have the will to survive. We care about more, we care about animals more than we care about ourselves, folks. You know, you don't see those commercials of the starving kids anymore, but I tell you what you still do see. The dog commercial. Oh, those poor animals. The poor polar bears. The poor dogs. The poor whatever. Yeah, you'll go spend $100 to save some dog while you step over some bum in the street. Oh, forget about him. He's just a human piece of scum. Well, let's go save some dogs. Again, I say the same thing. We are fixated on animals as a society. We couldn't give a rat's backside about humans. We just don't care. Cold hard facts time, folks. We just don't care about humans. And we only care about ourselves through the lens that other people perceive us. So we can get lights, packs on the back, and nods, and well wishes, and hearts, and hugs, and all that mess virtually, of course, because we want to touch anybody and get cuties. So we don't care about others, and we only care about ourselves through the lens that other people perceive us through. Do people like us? Do they see us as virtuous? Are we virtue signaling enough? We got our black square, or we changed it out with the Ukraine flag, or we changed it out with our love animals, or some other nonsensical bollocks. So there's no survival instinct left. If you got one, good on you. Pat yourself on the back because you got something that most of the society does not have. That's about all we got for this evening. You can't do everything, but you can do something. Try to get out there and do your part, make a difference, and I'll be seeing you sooner than later in the Anomic Age. Thank you for listening to The Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A N O M I C A G E.com. Till next time, thank you for listening to The Anomic Age. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.